17 p.m. 2021, third week into the NBA playoffs. So we are going to start with Atlanta versus Philly. It is 1-1. Atlanta started off great after a great first round. Philly looks like they got their groove back and Embiid's okay for now. But no matter what happens in this series, I think Trey Young has proven himself, and besides maybe last game two, has been amazing. So, John, I know, you know, Trey Young famously taken in the draft with Luka Doncic. And yes. you were a big Luka fan going into the draft. So, let's say it's 2018, and the Atlanta Hawks hire you as a consultant. <laughs> And what it looks like it's very clear they had Trey Young, probably number one on their board, but definitely ahead of Luca, because otherwise they would have just taken Luca. So you're like, I don't know, I think Luca's really great. And then an oracle visits you. And all the only information you get is that Trey is gonna make the all-star team in his second year almost make it into his third year, but finish this, the second half really strong. And he's just going to tear it up in the playoffs at, in his third year. Knowing just that, would you be like, yeah, I guess you got to take Trey Young? I would say no. Okay. And the, the only reason is because um, I would... I expected Trey Young to make all-star teams, mm-hmm. probably plural, because Trey Young is um, like he's awesome at what Trey Young does. He was awesome in college at being Trey Young. What he's shown <laughs> in the playoffs is that he's like also kind of awesome at getting his teammates involved and trusting them and making them better. But guys like Trey Young, I, I thought Trey Young would be a multi all multi-year all-star on a losing team. Like that was where I saw Trey Young going. Luca, I was like, this guy has been a teenager playing against grown men in a vicious league where, you know, visiting crowd, like the, the home crowds will yell at the visitors and it's like really hard. And like he he did a an incredible job at age 18. I was like, Luca, there's no question. Trey, I was like, 
potentially I saw him as potentially another um I don't know who's like a like I'm thinking of Carl Anthony Towns or Kevin Love like as a big a big equivalent right where you're on a bad team that's bad every year but you're putting up really good stats both Minnesota Timberwolves not not just a bad team on the Minnesota Timberwolves (laughs) There are other bad teams in the league, but when I think bad team, I jump to Timberwolves. <laughs> and so I just, I saw that, I saw Trey Young's floor being that. I, I thought he would put up bad uh, or put up good stats on a bad team, no matter what. And the Hawks, let's face it, apart from that 60 win season have been a bad team mm-hmm. for a long time. And so, yeah, not, not surprising at all that he was able to put up stats and make an all-star team. This playoff jump, I did not, I did not see coming. I didn't see this level. And I don't know if it's just a maturity thing where he's, and he's got better teammates and he knows to trust them now, but he has been coached and he has gotten better. And I, I have, like, I love talent, but I really love and respect the guys who get better. So mm-hmm. I have mad respect for Trey Young. But even going back in time, I would take Luca first ahead of him and ahead of Aiton, who's also had a great playoff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's know. so funny. Uh, Atlanta, not not thinking about Luca at all. Just if they were whatever they thought they were going to get from Trey Young, like he's met those expectations. And I think the same is true for Phoenix and Aiton. Except, yeah, Luca's even better. It's just the problem. Luke is better, but I, I mean, they already had a ball dominant guy in Booker. Right. Right. And I, and I can, I can see that. And then, and so I understand that. And Paul also Aiton is, he's rare. Like the guy is tall and athletically gifted and that is harder to find. And I get that if someone like Aiton can turn into, you know, um, I don't even know, like a, like, uh, an, an Olajuwon light or something like that. You know, someone who's a gifted athlete can be great on both ends of the floor. Then those are really hard to find. Like yeah. Olajuwon was taken before Michael Jordan right. and it wasn't a bad pick. Right? I think um, Jerry, what's, what was his name? No, it wasn't Jerry Krause yet with the Bulls. It was. Um, no, I think you're right. I don't think it was Jerry Krause. It was. Yet, um, but. God, who was it? He was with the Nets at some point. Um, what's his face? Whatever his name is. He Annie is, Goebbels. Annie Goebbels. Or, <laughs> uh, yeah, General General Goebbels? What? I don't no, know. Goebbels, oh, not Goebbels. Go- okay, sorry, misunderstood. <laughs> Annie Goebbels. Um, Larry. Yeah, get my head out of the gutter. Larry. Yeah. If the Oracle visited me, it would be awkward because we used to date. <laughs> yeah, that didn't is. end well. Yeah, but I hope was it. No. So did that, did that mean like a date with no touching? No, we could touch. OK, so you could touch. Is that only for immortal beings that you could touch? I mean, if you touch a human, what happens? I can touch a human and not reap them that's possible but if i need to reap them i can touch i can just decide it's like my yeah imagine my hand is like a gun that doesn't need to fire to kill someone right but then i can with my mind turn it into just a hand 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Like you could like point a gun at somebody and, or even like put a gun up against somebody I've heard and, uh, and it doesn't kill them. It's not until you press the trigger. Yeah. This is a terrible metaphor. I, I, <laughs> I have to find a better way to yeah. let people know I can touch them, but it won't necessarily kill you. Yeah. Unless I mean, it's your time to die. Right. It's like, because first of all, we at Larry No sports, uh, are against gun violence. So instead, it's more like putting more coke than your body could take, an overdose amount, like right up, putting it on your nose rather than in your nose. Somehow the gun metaphor was better than that. <laughs> so death, death, if you're, what if you're like touching someone, no intention of, you know, reaping that that person because you know it's not his or her time but then you're just hanging out and you happen to think of someone else who whose time it is is it possible for just that thought to like activate the touch and kill the person inadvertently Mm, accidental reap you mean yes (laughs) yeah in in my early days yes but It's that that's a rookie maneuver. And I have apologized many times to Cleopatra and Antony. That was not (laughs) what I meant to do. Obviously changed the course of history there a little bit, but you know, you live, you learn. And I, you know, I don't make those type of rookie mistakes anymore. That's that's like calling a timeout when you don't have one left, you know, you just gotta, Mm. everybody, you, you gotta, you gotta fight through those moments and, know that it's a journey and at the end of the journey you're better for it yeah you're getting better and like weber, Trey young yeah go with your chris weber and, and, and weber to like bring up the, the timeout thing to be fair his bench was called is yelling to him to call the timeout and he never called them out he never mm-hmm. he never said my bench was telling me to call people on my bench were telling me to call timeout he owned it he took it all on himself that's the way to do it yeah that's the way to do it that's that's yeah, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> for calling a timeout in the Final Four when he shouldn't have. I think he's I think it's for not in the Hall of Fame despite it's... doing that. <laughs> no, he's in the Hall of Fame for not snitching on his teammates it's, uh, for telling him. Is that true? That's why Ray Lewis's best friend is also in the Hall of Fame because they didn't <laughs> snitch. A lot of people think it's for career accomplishments, but it's it's actually just bitches be snitches. And that's right. it. It's true. Yeah. Also, Cleopatra, just let it go. It's like it's time. Who me? No, her. Go. She needs to drop it and stop giving you shit for this. No, that's fair. I mean, I understand her being upset. I ended her life prematurely. That was bad, but you know, time heals all wounds. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And uh, except when you die. Except when you die. You know, it, it actually doesn't heal all the wounds. She's pissed forever and has every right. And I would again like to apologize if she's listening out there. Does Cleopatra listen to Larry? No sports. Is she, she, is she a big Knicks fan? I mean, I get a lot of when I look at the analytics, um, you know, it says the country and sometimes it says unknown. So that could be her. Does it ever say? Does it, does it ever say ancient Egypt? <laughs> that would be her. <laughs> oh man, no. Uh, I guess she doesn't listen. All right. Well, she's she's uh, 
if she ever calls in and wants me to talk about any sport, I will gladly do it. I have a, I have a question. Yeah. What's the most random place where you have listeners? Um, I, I mean, I don't have a ton of listeners. <laughs> I mean, I do <laughs> yes. have a ton of listeners. Yeah. Uh, so I had two Austra- two players from the Australian national fistball team. Mm-hmm. So that, for that episode, we got a lot of Australians listening. That's uh, pretty cool. That's and pretty cool. Uh, we got listeners from Germany because fistball is Faustball in Germany and very popular there. <laughs> um, they assumed it was something dirty. Yeah, I know. So they're just like, oh, yeah, oh, we want to hear this. I guess we got to play this game now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could see fistball being a very painful sexual activity and also a German sport. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same game either way. Same game. Yeah. <laughs> so, Death, you're, uh, you're, are you? I don't. I always get confused. Are you from Philadelphia, or you've just spent a lot of time there? From am I from? I'm from the seedy bowels of hell, aka I'm, Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm not from uh, Philadelphia. Why? Where are you getting Philadelphia? Huh? I just know. I mean, I've, been, I've been to Philadelphia, but I I am from an eternal wasteland where every one of us is bound to go, but none of us know how we get there or why. And this is I, not I, Philadelphia. I, this is not, <laughs> Again, this, not No, it's not Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. I live beyond the edge of oblivion. But are but you... yes, I root for Philly teams. Okay, yes, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Go Birds. Go Birds. Are you also a Sixers fan? Big, big Sixers fan. Okay, there we go. Because they're looking good. Embiid's been crushing it despite this tear in the meniscus. Um, so do you feel mm-hmm. confident in Philly winning this series? I bet everything I own <laughs> that they would not lose another game in the playoffs. I mean... I all I knew is when Embiid did the suck it move after he fell down in the lane, I was like, bet it all on the Sixers. Wow. That was everything. And then when Triple H rang the bell for before game one, I was really into that. Then they promptly started losing by about forty points in the first quarter. Mm. My spirits were down. But the way the Sixers battled back at the end of game one to even make that competitive, I thought it's a tough loss, but we're winning in six, and I hold true to that. So that would mean they're losing another game this series. I think they'll lose. Yes, so I, you, think, they'll, is I your, think they'll lose one game in Atlanta. Okay. I mean, that seems reasonable so, to me, but you said you'd bet everything you own that they're not going to lose another game. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> did, you check, did you check the... The fine print of this. Well, I got money on both horses, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. So, so death, have you been like touching Ben Simmons when he's at the free throw line? Good question. Because like watching him shoot free throws is almost worse than death. It's, um, it's pretty horrendous right now. So I don't know. It's, It's funny. You should ask that question, John. I I know knowing you being a big Michigan guy. 
a big, big Michigan guy. <laughs> That's why he knew all about Chris Webber. That's why he knew he, exactly. Not yeah, snitching on his friends. He's got tons of Final Four calling timeouts at the wrong time justifications. Old Maze and Blue. <laughs> Go John Blue. Blue. John Michigan Blue. Forever. I mean, the name says it all. No, I'm. I actually moonlight as Ben Simmons' free throw coach. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He he pays me twenty five thousand dollars a week to ensure that he shoots free throws with the wrong hand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he's he's my greatest student. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely doing a good job shooting it with the wrong hand. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Want to clarify for your audience? I'm not actually Ben Simmons' shooting coach. I, I think it's unacceptable that he still shoots like he's fucking six. It's yeah. very, very frustrating as a Sixers fan. I don't like that the point guard sags three feet off of him when he's at the foul line dribbling the ball <laughs> because he can't shoot a goddamn jump shot. Yeah. It's very frustrating. And I hate when people talk about him being a great player, except for the fact that he can't shoot. It's like having a quarterback who's got great field presence and a great team leader, and, oh, he doesn't have any arms. It's like <laughs> shooting's pretty goddamn important in basketball. Yeah, especially so for the, a guard. He's the definition of an incomplete player. Yep. But obviously, very talented in every in everything else yeah everything else he can do it all he can he can run he's fast <laughs> he can run he can pass sing. and kick he can sing he can dance he just can't shoot the fucking basketball beyond 12 feet <laughs> yeah, yeah and he still shoots with the wrong hand at the age of 24 I think, I think he's got to go granny style from the free throw line. I think he's got to be the first modern NBA guy since Rick Barry to go granny and just turn it around. And then he's going to go, then he's going to move that to his jumper. And he's going to granny style jumpers. That would be, <laughs> that would be a game changer. The, the defense is hanging off of him enough to, so he could get in a full granny <laughs> position and not have them get in the way. It's very true. It's really, it's really quite upsetting to me. Did you see, I can't remember which game it was, where they started fouling him on purpose? Mm-hmm. They had like mm-hmm. hack-a-ben. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good sign, right? When the team intentionally fouls your point guard. Yeah. Because he can't shoot free throws. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a point of embarrassment. But maybe he's not embarrassed. Maybe that's the problem. I, I don't think I think we live in a culture that's too supportive of young people. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in a post shame world. So right. obvi- obviously, he needs to be bullied for <laughs> for shooting like someone. He shoots with his right hand the way I shoot with my left hand. It's not acceptable for him to be this bad of a shooter after being in the NBA this long. I just don't get it. He's yeah. He, uh, literally, he just has to change the hand he shoots with. Like that's the problem. When he shoots his, have you noticed that? When he, like he's, he's clearly right hand dominant, but he shoots with his. He shoots with the wrong hand. <laughs> it's a problem. No, will nobody say that to him? <laughs> no, not to his face. It's 
It's crazy. It's he doesn't crazy. listen to enough podcasts run by he doesn't check Sixers his mentions, fans. Apparently, because I've been like adding him like crazy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and then just all over him. Did you Did you guys see how Shake Milton played? I did. Yeah, that was. I wouldn't expect awesome. that again. But that was pretty freaking awesome. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's like the Austin Rivers game as well. For, in round uh, one. For Yeah, in round one for Denver or whatever. Like, yeah, it's great if you can get it. If you're counting on it, you're probably in trouble. Right. Yeah. But that's, I, love, I love those games in the playoffs where, like, just some bench guy goes off. Just takes over. Yeah. Even Myers Leonard had a game like that with Portland. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Myers Leonard's again the wrong guy to bring up. I, I always root for the underdogs. That's my thing. Yeah. So, uh, I guess except in you're not rooting for the Hawks because they're kind of the underdog. No, no, that is true. I do sometimes struggle with the Sixers being the number one seed. Because that means technically everybody they play is the underdog. Yeah, and also we'll we'll, we'll see with I, Brooklyn. I, I'm pretty sure the Sixers will not be favored in the next round. You think you think the Nets will be favored? Oh yeah, with them? I think the Nets will be heavy favorites. What's the deal with the injury though? To Harden? Yeah, he's is he gonna? He's fine, right? I don't no, know. He might not be fine, but I honestly don't think it matters. I I don't know. Oh come on now. You think if Harden's not playing, the Nets would still be favored over the Sixers? I don't. I think they might I think be. So. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how they Did you see Shake Milton? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The Sixers cannot be beaten. <laughs> <laughs> so some teams, though, were beaten in the last round. Um, and, Death, I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on them. Uh, I do. Yeah. I do. And if you tell me those teams yep. one by yep. one, I'll give you my thoughts. Absolutely. So, I mean, Philadelphia in the first round, they played the Washington Wizards. Mm. Knocked them out. Yes. The You'd think that the Wizards could whip up a potion to help them win more than one game. But uh, these Wizards, are they're no Merlin, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. No, the Wizards were such a painfully terrible defense to watch. I mean, it, I really can't believe they were a playoff team. They were like one of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. And Westbrook, uh, a Philly fan, threw stuff at him. But that's like you should expect that when you go to a Philly game. Yeah, no, I can't believe Ish Smith didn't get them at least two games. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I the Wizards need to change their name back to the Bullets and I'll think they'll be a lot better. I think it's hard for anyone to take them seriously. Having a name like the Wizards is like having a handlebar mustache and having to say something serious. <laughs> like if you have a, if you have a handlebar mustache. Yeah, you can't give a you, eulogy. You, and you you rush into the ER and say, "Please sh save my wife." <laughs> I'd be like, "Please shave that fucking mustache off your face first, <laughs> and then we can talk about saving the woman you love." I think that's fair. I kind of feel that way with the Wizards. Just change the name. B 
be, be the mud dogs would be better. The Washington mud dogs would have more lasting power than wizards. Absolutely. That's a very much a, uh, uh, a minor league baseball team name. It is. And even then I'd be like, they're stretching it. <laughs> Dog, I baby. got, I can't go with, I can't go with these, this wizard name. It's too much. I, it really bugs me. Yeah. I mean, there are some like, there's Saruman. He's like a dark sorcerer. Uh, yeah, he ended up winning in the end, right? Yeah, I think so. I, no. I, I left the movie early. It was too long. <laughs> I only watched the first two. I think Saruman's going to pull this one. <laughs> yeah, you, trilogies are usually best watched by not watching the end. Yeah. Just however yeah. the second one ends, that's the real end. <laughs> like Darth Vader is still doing fine. He's, He's crushing like, it. He's crushing it crushing it can't be stopped on solo is still in carbonite mm, yeah that's sad that's so sad i wonder if you could like if you if you could you have dreams like if you're in a coma when you're in carbonite i don't know probably i'll have to try it uh the two versus seven seed that was milwaukee versus i'm drawing a blank mm-hmm. Oh, no, Brooklyn. Brooke, thank you, Joe. Brooklyn. Versus the Celtics. Oh, yeah. Well, as a Celtics fan, I was, or a Sixers fan, was delighted to see Boston take one in the dick. That was awesome. <clears throat> but no, I, <clears throat> I don't like the Celtics very much. Nobody likes Boston. No. This was the only time I've ever rooted for them because it was against Brooklyn. Jesus, Brooklyn, though. Uh, Wait, why don't you guys like Brooklyn? It's just they're, they're hateable with like they're, their super team and Kyrie being Kyrie. But they're not just a super team. They're a super team of players that are so hateable. Yeah. Like, just unbelievably hateable top to bottom. And then they're like, hey, guys, I don't think we're hateable enough. Let's get Blake Griffin in here, too. It's like, it's like, oh my God, you guys are doubling down on being hateable. That's crazy. Hang on. <laughs> did you see Blake Griffin going for that loose ball though? Yeah. Did I see that in Detroit where he was also being paid millions and millions of dollars? No. <laughs> Come on. But he did it now. <laughs> I know. Gotta love it. <laughs> I, I like the Nets. I used to go to Nets games. In New Jersey? Would, well, yeah, in New Jersey, but then also in Brooklyn. And it was before they were good. The they I would go back in the day when <laughs> Dr. J was there. Uh, I was an ABA Nets fan, but after after the ABA, ABA, NBA, I'm like, yeah. I, I remember they did like the celebrity pan around at the game. And uh, I've gone to a bunch of games, and whenever it's the Knicks, it's Spike Lee and Tom Hanks and a bunch of famous people. And I went to a Nets game, and the only celebrity there was Weebay from The Wire. <laughs> I love Weebay! He's one of my favorites. I love him, too, but not as the only celebrity at a basketball game. Weebay's awesome! Oh, my God, I had no idea. If Weebay's your only go-to, <laughs> you're in trouble as a franchise. Oh, that's so cool. It was pretty cool. No, I liked I liked the Nets because the games were so cheap to go to back in the day. 
for 40 bucks, they let you play the last five minutes of the game regardless <laughs> of the score. No other franchise gives you that kind of value oh, no, for a that's ticket. That's good value. <laughs> so Milwaukee, they played the Miami Heat in the first round. And Miami's out. Oh, did Jimmy Butler lose? Oh, fuck him. Fuck the heat. <laughs> Sixers for life. <laughs> also a former Timberwolf. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Why are we picking on the Timberwolves? What have they done? Because <laughs> they're, they're, I don't know. They're the Timberwolves. They're, Oh, they're the kings. They're they're always bad, and they make bad decisions <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, they're the kings of Minnesota. <laughs> they're the kings of Minnesota. Isn't it proven though that the Kings should have beat the Lakers that one season, but the ref was mobbed up? Hey, the ref was the ref was not mobbed up, but the the calls did go against the Kings unnecessarily. Yes. So couldn't we say that like the Kings might? maybe should have been NBA champions. They maybe should have been, but lately in the last say decade or so, they've made tons of bad decisions. Like you go back to that draft Mm -hmm. where, you know, it's one thing to take Trey young ahead of Luca. They took, or Deandre Ayton ahead of, or Deandre Ayton. They took uh, Marvin Bagley Mm. and he can't even play. Yeah. He's yeah. He was terrible. So, the Kings are the worst. Oh, and the, but the Timberwolves are even worse. So somehow they're both fighting it out. I can't how's, Buddy, how's Buddy Heald doing? Nah. He's, he's, he's all right. I mean, the Kings actually were somewhat respectable this year with Halliburton and stuff. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Darren Fox is good. Darren Fox is looks good. pretty good. They're, they just can't get out of their own way. So I don't know. Is there really a guy on the Kings named Halliburton? <laughs> there is there is yeah. and he's always like when he hits a three he's like drill baby drill, <laughs> drill, baby, drill. <laughs> yeah it's awesome yeah and and he's uh you know he's making a lot of money because he gets paid his salary with the kings and he also gets government contracts <laughs> that's not no big government contracts <laughs> yeah <clears throat> The Atlanta Hawks versus my New York Knicks. Oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. Not here. Oh, it's me. buddy. I can't believe you're singing the praises of Trey Young after what he did to your boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like a lot, of, a lot of Knicks fans hate him. Um, <laughs> I'm not there yet. I think, I think Atlanta needs to play the Knicks another time in the playoffs before. Because people are already saying he's like the new Reggie Miller. <laughs> It's not yet. Not yet. He's not the new Reggie Miller yet. Oh, man. Reggie Miller was such a shit talker. I mean, do you, are you able to appreciate Reggie Miller as a Knicks fan or no? I mean, I appreciate his game, but I still hate him. I love his game. I love that whole, like, pretend to accidentally kick somebody in the nuts while you're shooting a three. Oh, yeah. That's, like, my favorite move. <laughs> That's the coolest part about being an NBA player is once in a while you get to kick somebody in the nuts and pretend like it was an accident. And you could kick them in the nuts and they get a foul for being in your landing area. Yeah, that's right. They shouldn't put their nuts in your landing area. That's the lesson. (laughs) That is the lesson, kids. I feel like all professional sports should take 
a lesson from hockey and just let the players fight. You know, like honorable. You you drop the gloves, you circle each other, you throw a couple punches, you go to timeout, you get a little water in your tummy, feel better, and get back out there. It seems like the right way to handle a dispute. Yeah. So it's it's way better than um I don't know, the malice at the palace. Well, that yeah, was awesome. Fans, that, was, that was awesome, too. Come on, let's not shit on Malice at the Palace. That was yeah. so much fun. It was a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah. Going out west, we've got uh, the number one Utah Jazz against the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm, Utah, Grizz. of course, moved on. I think... Uh, I don't have anything to say about the Memphis Grizzlies. I will say... I wish Utah would just go back to those purple uniforms they used to wear the one with, with, like the, 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 with the mountain yeah. top on them, like the John Stockton tight shorts. I, I don't like their new uniforms. They're a little bland for my, for me. What do, do you, you think? Well, I, I, I like their, their sunset uniform. Do you know you what I'm do like about it. the gradient? I like that ugly nineties looks like a Coors Light <laughs> bottle. It does look like a Coors Light that, bottle. That to me is the Utah jazz. I do think, I mean, what do you think? Of, well, I guess we'll get to the series later, but Donovan Mitchell's something else. He is. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know who, who's the second best player on the Jazz right it's, now. It's Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Yeah. yeah. Where do you rank them as like, uh, like a duo in basketball? Like, I guess got to be not that high, right? Uh, Compared to the other teams in the playoffs as a one-two punch. So let's see. It would be so Phoenix. I guess their duo would be Booker and Paul. I guess I'd put mm-hmm. Booker and Paul ahead of them, but not by that much. Um, you got offensively. Like I think the problem is most people, like in terms of brand recognition and stuff like that, most people are going to recognize offense <laughs> ahead of defense, right? Unless it's so, Joel Embiid, in which case he's great at both. Yep, that's, that's, that's fair, but. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So they're probably they're they're down there on the list, probably in terms of name recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think it's. I think he needs a better number two guy, right? Gobert is good. It's just he's not. It's it's mostly for his defense and his screens. And screening doesn't doesn't get Listen, chicks. Hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. You went. He's good. But he's known for his screens. <laughs> yeah. If you watch a Utah Jazz a game with the local announcers, they will not shut up about him getting screen assists. Which <laughs> maybe they made up as a stat. I was I'm Whoa. really good at setting screens too when I play pickup <laughs> basketball. Unfortunately, it's the only thing I can do. Yeah, and unfortunately it's not <laughs> something people like in pickup basketball. No. And and you can't really trust local Utah people when it comes to assists because if you look at career numbers for John mm. Stockton, how many more assists he got at home, it's like it is it's, it's <laughs> a little bit it's crazy. It's like, wow, this guy's incredible. Well, <laughs> he right. made a pass. The guy dribbled three times, did a couple head fakes, and then dunked it, and Stockton assist. 
You think he got a little bit of home cooking? He got, he got a lot of home cooking. But he was still great. Kwame's got mama's cooking. John Stockton got home cooking. And Carl Malone did a lot of kneeing in the balls as part of those assists. <laughs> yeah, no, Carl Malone was great. That's let's it, talk it, about that Jimmy Kimmel impression real quick. How <laughs> that? How's that holding up for the wokester out here? <laughs> I just watched it this morning. <laughs> uh, good, yeah. good stuff. Good. I wonder stuff. if Jimmy Kimmel uh, is proud of it. He probably looks at it in context. <laughs> <laughs> well, of its time. Yeah, yeah. Of its time. Literally, every I hate when people say that. Everything is of its time, though, right? Right. Including this podcast. If this podcast comes out tomorrow, this podcast was of its time. Very true. I mean, the Utah right. Jazz might get blown out by 40 tonight, and then we'll be mm. like, oh, those sunset uniforms are sunsetting something. That's right. Girls bouncing on trampolines or whatever, right? Wasn't that the other thing from the, <laughs> the man show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel doing blackface and girls jumping on trampolines. And then that one guy drinking himself to death. Yeah. yeah. The, the good old days. <laughs> Back when men were men. <laughs> Speaking of the good old days, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Put, yeah, baby. They put a team that had good old days a year ago, but not this year. The Los Angeles Lakers are sent packing. Do you remember that story about LeBron when he was in high school playing for the national championship of Cleveland or whatever, and his team was shooting around and he was playing with a little like motorized cart at half court, a Humvee, a Humvee. And people were saying, this guy's a shitty teammate. And other people said, how don't criticize a kid. He's just a kid. You guys remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. Turns out the guys criticizing LeBron were right on point. <laughs> wow. Hot take. Wow. I mean, I, I guess think, he didn't... I don't think he's well liked by his teammates. I don't know. I didn't like I don't like I don't like, I don't like the I don't like that walking off the court with five minutes left as you're getting your ass look. kicked. It's a bad look. I'll, I'll I, if he if he walked off the court for the last game, his team would have his team would have been like he's just getting ready for next season they make a lot of excuses for him but that's an asshole move if you're the if you're the guy you sit on the court you take your lumps you don't throw other people under the bus i don't know i like i thought he got a little bit of i think look i love the suns hadn't been to the playoffs for 11 years is that right Mm. 11 season playoff drought knock off the champions in round one you're still not favored, even though you're the were they the two? They were the one seed or the two? They're the two one seed. They were the two. They're the seed. two seed. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. who's who's not rooting for the Suns at this point? I am. I mean, I'm rooting for them to go all the way. They're my they're my team now. It's plus they've never. I mean, it, I would be I would struggle if it's Sixers Suns. You know, mm. I'll still I'll still root for my Sixers, but <laughs> but you'll a feel part of, good either a part way. of me. A part of me wants the Suns to lose. So that we don't have to beat them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, I don't well, think we should worry about the finals just yet. <laughs> oh, come on, old Michigan man, going hard. <laughs> what oh, I want to see Michigan is uh, 
with something about with your theory about LeBron's teammates, I want to see Kyle Kuzma just go off on LeBron on Twitter about how bad yeah, of a teammate he is. I would love that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the media will uh, agree with Kyle Kuzma. You think so? <laughs> Absolutely. There'll, there'll be someone zagging with Kyle Kuzma, but most people are going to zig. Um, so, so Larry, I've got, I've got um, LeBron's move. What's LeBron's move? I think he should pull a Tom Brady. Um, and, and so Tom Brady was celebrated for always taking less money mm-hmm. so that he could, you know, have better teammates around him and stuff like that. LeBron should opt out, come back veterans minimum million dollars a year and be like, guys, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't worth it last year because I was hurt all the time. And so I'm coming back this, this is not naked championship chasing us opening up more salary cap space. He's um, he'll, he, he comes, comes up with an excuse to justify it. And then boom, they throw in another max player. They get another max player. Kawhi. That, <laughs> that would be awesome uh, for them. And, and the media will be talk just will not stop shooting themselves over how how humble LeBron is and how <laughs> how generous it is of him to only you know after making all those millions to not go for just go for the veterans minimum. I've got LeBron's move. All right, Here's let's hear it. Move. He goes back to the Heat. Dwayne Wade stops hosting the Cube or whatever the fuck that show is. <laughs> yeah. And they run it back one more time. One more time. Heat, heat for the title. <laughs> bring out, bring out Bosch with his, uh, you know, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he's Bosch can still could still ball. I bet I he can still he play. Could, he he might Bosch have a heart attack, but he might. But oh yeah, he, he had heart work. issues. Yeah, some blood clotting issues. Yeah, blood clotting issues. But maybe like the drugs are better now, and they've like kind of figured yeah. out how to work it. I don't know. I don't know. Lamar- didn't Lamarcus Aldridge leave for some, or did he have like a heart murmur or something? Yes, I think he did. Okay. Irregular heartbeat, something like that. And he didn't want to be on the same team as Blake Griffin. But That's probably it's, true. Uh, you know, whatever. He didn't. All the Blake, all the Blake Griffin hate. I thought he was pretty good at the roast of Charlie Sheen. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's really good, but he's also like universally disliked by his peers in the NBA. Like he was always voted most hated by all the other NBA guys. But was he voted by NBA guys as most hated or by us as most hated? As the, yeah, it was most hated by the NBA guys. If, Mm. if Brooklyn wins it, does LaMarcus Aldridge get a ring? Oh yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So does Karis LeVert. Um, (laughs) Do they everybody, give it to people traded midseason? Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're not but considered former. But they're not considered, like, no one would say that Karis Levert has won championship in his career. Just like no one says Carson Wentz won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Philly. And they shouldn't. Right. Where's he this? Is he on the Colts? He's going to be on the Colts. Mm. Uh, what, may, now, maybe the second. <laughs> He might be now the second best North Dakota state quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> I think Trey Lance will be really good. Yeah. 
true story. I think Eagles fans are going to punk Carson Wentz and move the Nick Foles statue in front of the Colts stadium before the season starts. <laughs> Just to make sure he knows. I think that statue should follow Carson Wentz for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, the, if Philly plays at Indianapolis, they should definitely bring it with them. Oh, yes, they should. So uh, the next series out West is three versus six. That was, that was uh, Denver knocking off the Portland trailblazers. Nugs take it from the blazers. Yeah. It's pretty. What was that? What was that joke I had the last time I was talking about teams from Oregon? Something about Antifa. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember, but it made you laugh really hard. <laughs> Uh, oh, I remember what I said. I remember what I said. <laughs> uh, hit me up. Cue me up again with the team. So I'll do uh, the joke uh, again. So out West, the number three Denver Nuggets beat the number six Portland Trailblazers. Tough day for Antifa. <laughs> it still works. <laughs> no, it still works. Yeah. I, I thought about works. that. Knowing that you're on the, I thought about knowing that you're on the podcast today, and uh, yeah. I heard someone marching outside, banging a drum. I was like, "Oh, Antifa's outside." Yeah. <laughs> no, it's always a slow realization point that when people realize the Grim Reaper is a libertarian, but that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> to make fun of Antifa as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the. Uh, do you think I, I hope I kind of want Dame to stay mm-hmm. in Portland, but I kind of want him to go. I don't know how I feel. Yeah. Like what, are, what are, what are they ever going to do to get him the help they, he needs? They really can't. Um, well, yeah, exactly. They're in the West. It feels like, it feels like it just is what it is. There'll always be a three to six seed that at most can get to the second round. I mean, what I mean, else can, what else can he do? One year with think, luck. Yeah, I think every other but, year. Um, yeah, with him shooting the- like fadeaways from center court, they made the conference <laughs> finals. But it's just, it's not sustainable. I don't, like what player could go to Portland now? Like, like what, what, what could they feasibly do? I mean, they could, they could figure out a man. way to get rid of money. Who's the one man? Kevin Love, because mm. they can get him mm. for a song, and he's from Oregon. He's the natural come home kid, and he um, he can play the front court. I mean, the front court's the the front court. You can, the front court's a weakness, and if Nurkic stays healthy, um, they could they could do something. But I don't know. I don't, I mean that 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 would mean Kevin Love staying healthy and still being a good NBA player, and I don't know that he's got anything left. I think he has just enough left to keep ripping off rebounds from his own teammates. I think that's Kevin Love's greatest skill at this point. Yeah, he's not going to come back unless he could do that. I'm sure yeah. Dame. Oh, sorry, you go. Well, I would say that he'd be a perfect partner for Dame because Dame does Dame's re- rebounding is not his game, so he'd be okay with letting Kevin Love get all those. Kevin Love gets the boards. Didn't Kevin Love play in Minnesota for a little bit? Yep. I mean, that's how this conversation started. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love, baby. Minnesota Love. This it's the city of brotherly love. What team were we supposed to be talking about? Portland. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, people say maybe the move is to trade CJ, <laughs> but it's kind of hard to find a trading partner because who's going to want him? Who's going to give up something good if they're trying to get CJ? It's got it unless it's, I don't know, a perfect match that fits better for both teams. I think you really could pr- use CJ. Who? The Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Straight up, Chris Babs, Porzingis. They'll they'll make the deal today. Oh, Dallas would. Dallas uh, would make the deal. Dallas would make the deal. It's done. Yeah. But you. I, so that's what I'm saying. I think I think Portland is going to have to take someone who is a reclamation project of some sort in yeah. order to get better because they they're just there's no way they can play this straight up and get enough talent to get over the top. So they have to buy, they have to get like a Julius Randall situation where yes. Julius Randall like plays like a $30 million guy last year. Right. right. Um, they have to, they have to do that. That's the only way. And I don't know who yeah, that person is. It's like, they're not bad enough to ever get a high no. enough draft pick draft pick. They're not good enough to get where they need to go. And it's not a suitable enough destination for anyone to want to go there if they have other options, right? Because because so downtown's always on fire. I think the, I think People what are they like. Sh- well, what if I want to go shopping? I'm sorry, downtown's on fire. This is what they should do. Here's the solution: <laughs> they for one season should just sit every single player on their team and play their D League, be the worst team in the league, get a high draft pick and then bring everybody back the next year. So just put, can you put a team on injured reserve for a season? That's what I would do. Everyone gets a paid vacation and Nick Stauskas plays 40 minutes a night for Portland. (laughs) They go 0 and 82 and they get whoever the next best player is in the draft. Where did Stauskas go to college again? You know where oh, they yeah. went. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Michigan, baby. Is Nick Stauskas still in the league? He should be. I don't think he is. He might Sauce be. Trey but... Burke is still in the league. Yeah. Sauce Castillo. That was Nick Stauskas' nickname. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, it's a deep nice. Sixers cut there. <laughs> R- real deep. <laughs> It's so that that cut is so deep. I forgot what it meant after I said it. Didn't you have another name like with chocolate in it? Yeah, it was called this chocolate tastes like shit. (laughs) He wasn't very good. I mean, he wasn't white chocolate. I know that. That was that's Jason Williams. I think it was just, as you said, sauce Castillo. I was watching Jason Williams highlights a couple (laughs) days ago. Yeah, it's so much fun. It feels like like Randy Moss highlights from back in the day at like Marshall or whatever. Those are good. (laughs) I like if if you, if you know who has an alt, an awesome career highlight reel is Randall Cunningham, not to be an Eagles Homer, but Cunningham clips from the nineties. He looks like he's, he looks like he's from a different planet. I've, I've seen his tech mobile clips and they are <laughs> without parallel. I'm talking about his real highlights. Okay. Don't, I mean, he was, I mean, I think it, was, me. it was called QB Eagles, but I'm almost positive <laughs> was, uh, Randall Cunningham. Oh, some of that Michigan humor. They talk about <laughs> real biting wit up there. <laughs> in the great lakes. I love Randall Cunningham. He was, he, yeah, he was great on the Vikings. 
It was great. He was great on the, he was great on photo. He was awesome. Thank you. Larry, who else who else haven't we covered yet? We have who not we, we have not covered the LA Clippers beating the Dallas Mavericks. Chris Stapp. <laughs> Chris Stapp. Chris Stapp. Chris Stop. Like Chris Stop saying this guy's a good player. That guy <laughs> really sucked. He looked like he was in timeout out there by the three-point line. And he shot terribly in the series. He was he was a nightmare. Yeah. I think the Mavericks, do you think I mean what are they what is what does Mark Cuban do? I I don't know. It's, besides go on Shark Tank and flirt with Lori. <laughs> what does Mark Cuban do? Could he throw him in as part of a deal in Shark Tank? He's like, all right, I'll give mm. you such and such. I'll give you a million dollars for 10% of the company and I'll throw in Christoph Porzingis. <laughs> Yes. You, got, you got to answer now. $10 million, Christop Porzingis, and I get 50% controlling property in Coffee Meets Bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a deal? <sighs> yeah. No, the Mavericks, uh, that was a great series, though. I mean, yeah. did you guys not enjoy it? I mean, yes, it's regardless of whoever won, I was pretty captivated. I obviously, I love Kawhi. He's just such a emotionless assassin. I mean, it's really, it's really something else. Yeah. When he's, when he's at his best, he's top three in the league. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun watching somebody win when they don't even seem to enjoy winning. <laughs> like his, his, like when he wins, he looks the exact same as when he loses. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that he's a serial killer at some point. He's just, well, you would know. Yeah, right? you would know. Actually, I guess that's true. I would be very surprised because I know who they all are. So, <laughs> good point. <laughs> but he might be one day, and you don't know that yet. I was speaking in a, in a literary. Yeah, yeah. You, For you as, as though you were a human. I mean, if we want, I could go, I could tell both of you the exact dates you will die, but you know, I. <laughs> Sometimes I suspend disbelief to enjoy myself on a podcast for a minute, but sure. Yes. <laughs> you want to get invited yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Try not to bring down every conversation with the cold, hard truth. That's, that's good. I mean, and the cold, hard truth is that. Kawhi uh, Leonard will live to be 65 years old and will die of heart palpitations <laughs> in the arms of his son. There. Are you happy, oh, wow. John? I don't have you. I, I did not expect him to ever have a child. You will have a child. Okay. Good to know. Uh, let's go to the, some of the also second not, rounds. Not, not a lot of people die of heart palpitations, but Kawhi, he's, that's going to be the guy. <laughs> but he's going to be he's going to be a groundbreaker. No. So right. the uh, other series, uh, John, do you think Milwaukee will win a game? Um, I think it's possible without without Harden out there i think it's possible mm -hmm. they can still they are playing like absolute dog shit yeah right now and honestly like it's these these series i mean seven games it's about adjustments and i feel like that has been a weak point oh yeah for for them in the in the past like nick nurse they go up to nothing nick nurse adjusts and they don't adjust back and they lose the next four same situation with the heat. They, I mean, they got, they got worked. And so I, I think 
I think, I don't know. I think without Harden, they could win a game or two. I really mm-hmm. do. But I honestly, I don't think they're going to. And they win more than one. And I, pro- I think they might be looking for a new coach. Oh, if they, I think if they lose this series, I mean, maybe if it goes seven, Bud keeps his job if they play well. But like, it, if they get knocked out this round, I think Bud's gone. Unless unless um, Brooklyn, I was going to say New Jersey, unless Brooklyn like steamrolls to the title and then people are like, okay, what could Bud have done, right? They beat everybody. Mm-hmm. But I just think he doesn't have a good track record in the playoffs of making adjustments and getting his team ready. I, It sucks. So a lot of people are getting fired. So I, I mm-hmm. think Bud will get hired again. Yeah. But I just, I think Milwaukee is probably going to make a change. Because they can't make any player changes at this point. They're totally handcuffed. Right. You know who else doesn't make adjustments? Tom Thibodeau. Nope. <laughs> Don't adjust something that's already working. This got us. This got us the four seed, and that's where we belong. <laughs> right. So I, I feel bad for. I feel bad for Tinsel because, like, Atlanta was better than the five seed. Yeah. Right. Like, if you look at their record post, you can either say post McMillan or post. Bogdanovich because they came back and they came at the same time. Um, but once Bogdanovich came in there, they've been a really good team, a top two or three seed worthy team. So I don't know. Yeah. It's it. That's kind of one of the reasons I don't hate Atlanta. It's just because they just beat us so soundly and we're so clearly the better team that it's, I'm not going to yeah. be mad at them. Um, I have a quiz for you guys. Yeah. You can't think about it for too long. I'll give you 10 seconds. Three of the remaining eight teams in the NBA playoffs have won an NBA championship. Who are they? Ten. As an organization? Nine. As an Dallas? No, as, as, indivi- <laughs> as individual people. Yes, as an organization. Okay, Seven. Dallas. Six. Uh, Dallas is out. Five. Oh, Dallas is out. I didn't even get one. Four. Three. Oh, Philly. Two, Philly is one. One. Do you have them? I just have Philly. I got one. It's Philly, Milwaukee, oh. and oh, wait, who's the other team? And the Hawks. The Hawks, the Hawks no. The Hawks have won. They have not. The Hawks <laughs> have won. Look it up. Are you thinking of what, the, are you thinking of the Jayhawks? Look it up. The, oh yeah, I'm thinking of the Kansas Jayhawks currently <laughs> playing the Sixers. No, it's, I think it's the Hawks. I think it's the Hawks. Nobody, nobody in the West. All the teams remaining in the West. Oh wait, hold on. Atlanta won. Were they were they the St. Louis Hawks? Was, was it an ABA title or something? No, ABA titles. ABA titles don't count because in that case the Nets would have one too. Okay, so they I guess when they were they were the St. Louis Hawks. I'm looking up the. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, At, Atlanta Hawks championship. Because there's no way they've won in Atlanta. Atlanta is the city of not champions. <laughs> Except that one year in 1995. Oh, the Hawks were one of the only original franchises in the National Basketball Association when the league was established in 1949. The team won its only championship in 1958. The Atlanta in, Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. 
No way, they were not in Atlanta in 1958. <laughs> yeah, yes, they were. The Atl- it says the Atlanta Hawks. This is the Wikipedia page for Atlanta Hawks. It's I hey I'll, I'm I'm with you. If you got it, you got it. I I thought that they had never won. Um, we all know Phoenix has never won. Phoenix has never won. It would they be fine if what. And and never will. We all uh, never. Well, I'm taking them. Uh, they're the team I'm rooting for, but I'm taking them to come out of the West. Who do you guys got uh, I think the in the two West I, series? I think the yeah, Jazz have it. I I don't know that. Yeah, that that series is tough. I I I still think the Clippers are gonna win that series, but I could be wrong. Sun Sixers, and then the Sixers beat the Suns in. Wait, what did I bet my house on? Four games. Mm-hmm. Could be Nash and D'Antoni beating the Suns. And Amari Stoudemire, also an assistant coach there. You, you guys really don't think the Sixers can beat the Nets? I think they ah, could. Wikipedia death. They moved a team again 1955 to St. Louis, where they won their only NBA championship. Mm-hmm. In oh! Boo! It still counts. Look at that. John Blue knows sports. Mm. Right. It does still count as All a right. franchise title. No, franchise has the, the... No, I'm with you on that. They they absolutely have the title. But Atlanta... Teams in Atlanta don't win championships. The Braves got one they probably shouldn't have even won. And they had to get right. there 50 times to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so... Basically, so Ben it, Simmons' free throw percentage. <laughs> you know the Calgary Flames were the Atlanta Flames on two separate occasions. Two, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew they were the Atlanta Flames. Yeah, they, 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 they tried hockey in Atlanta twice. <laughs> and, well, the, no, there was the Atlanta. Um, there was the Atlanta Thrashers. Yes. Yes. But they tried Flames twice and and Thrashers once. There was, or maybe there was the Flames and then the Thrashers. Okay, okay, that might be that what makes it more was. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I wouldn't be surprised. The only team I would be surprised coming out of the West now would be Denver, because they are definitely. I mean, I was. I said last week I thought they could beat the Suns, or I was hoping they could beat the Suns. Clearly, Jokic is not doing enough against Aiton at this point. He's got to like, he's got to get Aiton in foul trouble. He's got to do all of his Jokic stuff. And it's the backcourt mismatches too much. So that would be the only team to surprise me coming out of the West, I guess. But I think the Jazz, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Jazz. I like it. I mean, I'm rooting for the Jazz in that series. Yeah. Think- I think uh, Nick Stauskas deserves a job. <laughs> in same year, we got to get him back in the league. I know. Maybe you in guys, the, maybe for like Turkey's Euro League team. <laughs> he's probably still <laughs> coming off the bench in Turkey. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, we we put him in if he's hot. Yeah, if yeah. he's if he's if he's if he's doing some Shake Milton action. Yeah, yeah, he's like Nick Stauskas is playing in a league where like three pointers count for four points and. <laughs> What, uh, Jock Jams? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> no, was it Jock Jams? That was the That was CD. the CD. What was it? It was like Rock and Jock? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. No, that's what it was. Rock and Jock. <laughs> Jock Jams. 
So anyway, <laughs> as, I was, as I, was I was recently on a podcast yeah. where the, the host was like, I hate awkward silence. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then we started the podcast and he had nothing but awkward silence the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you are in control. Of yeah. It, yeah. You could just, you could just write some stuff down, <laughs> write some topics uh, you want to go over. But the truth is, is, you know, after a year of the pandemic, it's nice seeing people on Zoom calls. And <laughs> I don't mind awkward silence. You know, when you're with good friends, it's not silence. It's time to connect. Yeah. You it's know. like that that kids in the hall <laughs> sketch about how uh, it's like I mean, the closer you are as friends, the less you need to talk. I haven't talked to my best friend in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good. So, I remember that sketch. So, Larry, who do, who who do you have coming out of the east? Then, man, I. I mean, if I'm picking for real, I'm going to take Brooklyn, but who of who's left that could win that I still want to win. I'm going to go with Philly. Same here. Exact same, exact same reasoning. I think Brooklyn's going to do it, but I would love it. Love it. Love it. If Philly did it, would love it. And then Ben Simmons could shoot whatever he wants. Exactly. I think shake Milton is here to stay. (laughs) He's serious. I think he's good. He was bad for two months. Had one hot game. I think the Sixers should build their team around their bench players. They should just trade so, Simmons. In all seriousness, Doc Rivers plays the bench way too much in the playoffs. Like he puts in the second team and they play for like the whole second quarter and half of the fourth quarter. And I just don't. You're supposed to tighten the rotation in the playoffs and he keep, he seems to expand it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's fine. It's fine when it works out. And I love, yeah, I love watching shake hit threes to close out a game in the playoffs. But it's like, like John was saying, you can't bank on that. (laughs) (laughs) Although to be fair, there was, uh, there was a time a few years ago when Toronto, I mean, not to bring up any old, old wounds death, but like they had a guy, Fred Van Vliet, who couldn't hit broadside of a barn with a three pointer. Mm-hmm. He had a kid and all of a sudden he went on a tear mm-hmm. through the playoffs. Like maybe Shake Milton can have a Van Vliet like renaissance maybe and do he, it. I don't maybe know. he just had a kid and we don't know about maybe, it. Go have a kid, Milton. Do go it. Go have a kid. Dad, can you do this whole thing in reverse? Do you know the <laughs> you know, birth? Can you find birth and see if Shake Milton can you do You know this? who can do that? Oh well, I, I well, Mother Nature would do that. I thought you were asking if I can just touch a woman's stomach and make her pregnant, which I cannot do. Mm. Probably good. But, but I can I can put it, I, I can put in a word with uh, with Mother Nature. We also dated, but it ended on good terms. You know, we're friends. That's that's always nice. Good. Yeah. Oracle was a, mm. she was a real nut job. Oh yeah, she ended up with Larry Ellison, right? who's the crazy one in that relationship <laughs> who's larry ellison he is the ceo and founder of oracle who would know that that's no, such no, a specific people know larry, the ceo larry, of oracle he's he's like a famous like uh like eccentric tech guy 
Yeah, before before there was Elon Musk, yeah, like Larry yeah, Ellison yeah. was the eccentric, like tech billionaire. Really? Oh yeah, like Elon Musk has blown everyone out of the water, but Larry, Larry Ellison had like a yacht that was so big it had a second yacht. Like it was, he could <laughs> land a plane on it. It was like an aircraft character size. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I'm embarrassed. I've never heard of Larry Ellison before. And he owns like. Uh, Lanai, like one of the Hawaiian islands, he owns like ninety-seven percent of it or something. Like he's ridiculous, a bitch. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it's painful for you because of the whole thing with Oracle. So I don't want to like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that, that might be what it is. Is I kind of like avoided reminding yeah. of it. You know, you did like a reverse Google alerts, so you can't <laughs> get any Oracle things as search results. She lit all my shit on fire, guys. It's a tough <laughs> time. That's, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That sucks, man. It was rough. It was rough. Well, that's all the time we have. And thank you both for coming. Death, would you, before we get out of here, would you like to plug anything? I would. Uh, My friend has a podcast called Bringing the Backups. It's really funny. I was saying before, I'm a big uh, underdog guy, so I really enjoy this uh, this content. Bring in the backups. And my friend's name is Eric Helwig, so you can follow him on social media and stuff. And if you want to follow me, uh, don't. Just follow Eric Helwig instead. Right. And listen to Eric Helwig's podcast. And that's coming from me, Death. A different dude. Totally different. Got and it. Look different. John, any plugs or words of advice? Uh, no, just uh, like common human decency. Yeah. Let's go out there this week and let's just try and be nicer to people and like let's see that snowball. Let's see right? a pandemic Where... of niceness. Exactly, Larry. Thank you. Yeah. That's what we need. By the way, Larry Ellison sucks. but if you like a larry who doesn't suck you could follow at larry the athlete on all social media and you could subscribe to larry knows sports wherever you get your podcasts may all your dreams be hoop dreams and may the rest of your days be days of thunder